Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Drive for the rest of the week from 4pm alongside Benzie. So, we begin with the WBC, or the Wubaka, heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, who joined White and Jordan for a bizarre 20-minute interview where we were left with more questions than answers. Tyson stood by his claims that we've seen him for the last time in a professional ring. Have a listen. Yeah, I'm never going to fight again. Yeah, no, I might though. I might. Yeah, I'm never going to fight again. Unless you give me 500 million, a billion, a gillion, but I will fight. No, <clears throat> that's me. This is exactly what he said. Right, I'm going to tell you the truth. I am retired 100% from professional boxing. I made that very clear on the last show I did with you guys at Wembley afterwards, and I'm still adamant I am 100% retired from pro boxing. I told you so before the last fight, this will be my last fight. And that is my last fight. That's my last professional fight. I've retired on top of the world, undefeated. Two-time heavyweight champion of the world. He's won every single belt. I'm not interested in coming back out of retirement. I only just retired eight weeks ago, seven weeks ago, how long it's been. I've not got that itchy feet straight away. If it was five years down the line, then we could maybe talk about it. Tyson Fury is still the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. I've got 12 months. I've done two mandatories back to back. I'm just keeping it as long as possible. Just in case you come back. As the third longest reigning lineal champion in history, I'll keep that in my pocket for as long as I want. I have got 12 months and I'm keeping all of my belt that I worked hard for <laughs> as long as I can. I'm holding this division up because I own it. This is my division. So, would anything tempt the Gypsy King out of retirement? Well, someone will need to fork out a lot of money. Even that uh, 200 milli report from the Sun today, that didn't even tempt me. I thought that would be like half of what I would want to come out of retirement. I, I probably want half a billy. It's go and get half a billy, and then the Gypsy King will come out and solve all these problems for him. Because if AJ gets beat again off Usyk, then it's only going to be one man to redeem this great fighting nation of the United Kingdom. And he goes by the name of Tyson Fury, a.k.a. the Gypsy King. And I can solve all the problems, the embarrassment, all that stuff. That's going to happen. You know, one call, but it's going to cost half a billy. Yes, he's an elite boxer. Yes, he's an elite athlete. Yes, he's captured all our imagination in the ring. 
first and foremost, this man is an entertainer he and is. he's putting it on right now. And he's sitting, and he's on, his sitting on the throne. Joshua's getting beat when he fights Husak again. Unless he gets his fat Morecambe and lets me train him to win this fight, I don't see him winning the fight. And I said that last time. He will get beat again. Then it's going to take the half a Billy note to get the big GK out of retirement. You know, when they can't win, they send for Achilles. And Achilles comes at a high price and sorts the job right out. Get off! Listen, no matter what, when when Joshua fights you, say you'll be there. Whatever it is, right? I wouldn't go to if it was in Morecambe to see two <laughs> bums fight each other. <laughs> yes, you Yes, you would. We're not going to get Tyson, you punching. Give me, to see a Tyson. real man fight, come with the half a Billy... I All right. Let- like Donkey Kong. Now, England have named their squad for next month's Women's Euros. Manager Serena Viegman left out former skipper Steph Horton and ex-Lioness striker Leanne Sanderson said it was the right decision. Former England captain Steph Horton, 121 caps for her country, has not made the squad. She's really been struggling with fitness, been out since September's international break, so hasn't actually played under Serena Viegman. We knew that the time could be a problem and we said we're going for it. And she did everything she could. And I think she's in a very good place, but now she needs to get minutes uh, to get rhythm. And um, we can't give that minutes and rhythm. And in that case, I think she's not ready enough yet to compete at the highest level in the Euros, which is very disappointing. But she did everything. We supported. And then you have to make that hard decision. Uh, Yeah, and I know she's been contributing. She had such a big contribution to this team over the years. She captained this team. So every decision for every player that wasn't picked is really hard. Are you surprised that Steph didn't make the right decision? I think it's the right decision. It's a sad one because I played with Steph for a number of years, being a former England captain and stuff like that, but she hasn't played all season. I was at the Continent Cup final with TalkSport and she was in like, kind of like in a in a cast. She looked like she'd had surgery and stuff like that. So I, I'd be interested to know. I mean, I'm sure they gave her everything they could to be in this squad and stuff like that, but she just obviously wasn't ready. And I think it'll be a shame, but I'm surprised he's not going there in any capacity. Not like David Beckham did a few years ago with the men. Mm. You know, he goes there because... Her, her experience is invaluable. Somebody said to me, when they'd not seen one of your press conferences before, that they could tell you you have a winning mentality. I know that you've been talking quite a lot with, with, with Gareth Southgate and, and working together with him. What have you been able to, to talk to him about? What have you learned from him? And, and what lessons maybe have you given back to him as well? Yeah, well, we shared experiences. That's really nice. I think that's one thing that we, I think we care about people. Yes, we want to win, and we, it's it's you have the best players of the country, and we talk about having yeah you have to have a clear plan, and communicate that, and keep communicating at all times, and also create an environment in which players just dare to do things, and that's then you make mistakes too, but embrace mistakes. You you make learn from mistakes. You've had these discussions how create winning teams or make the chance of winning as high as possible. And I believe that starts with a safe environment, with a clear plan, with communication with players. And don't forget, of course, that TalkSport will be the place for every single Lionesses match at this summer's Euros. Now, the fallout continued after Gareth Southgate's England lost 4-0 at home to Hungary midweek. We'll hear from three former England players in Tony Cotty, Danny Mills and sneaker freak champion Darren Bent. But first, here's Moni Moni Simon Jordan who thought it was unfair that fans were so quick to call for the manager to go. He splits it past the keeper. And it's in for four. 
Hungary are running riot at Molyneux. We've got to a semi-final that we should have won. We've got to a final that we could and should have won. And we'll never get a better opportunity to win it on home soil against an ageing Italian side. So the next step has to be winning this tournament. So he's rightfully under pressure. But the hysteria that's building up now because of this result is just bloody silly. Well, it's amazing how quickly things can unravel in terms of... Uh, support and uh, feeling. It's all a bit all over the place to me. Gareth, he's got to take a, you know, yes, the players need to take a serious look at themselves, but the players are tired. They go away on holiday, you know, get away yeah. from it. Three weeks, go away and forget about football. But, you know, when you come back, then, of course, when they get the Germany and the Italy games, they've only got two games left now. Gareth needs to refocus and he needs to come up with his best team and his best formation because we are running out of time. And if you go into a tournament, which we've seen before with many England teams, where they don't know what the best players are, they don't know what the best team is, you will get knocked out very swiftly. And Ray said earlier, it's, it's a group we should get out of. There's no such thing in football as an easy group if you're not in the right frame of mind. A second yellow card for John Stones and England's horrendous, ignominious evening is going to see the men a man light as well. It's one of them where you go, OK, it is a glorified friendly. We all understand that. But you still don't want to get beat up the way you've been but, getting up the last four. You're right, but it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Yeah, but it's, He's trying out players. I get that, but I think we're now looking for excuses as to, OK, it's only a friendly. It's a glorified, do you know what I mean? Because when England were winning these games, we were lauding them as the best team around, the best, what, what a guy Gareth Southgate is. We haven't been beaten for, I don't know how long it was. Do you know what I mean? I think now that we've been beaten and beaten quite convincingly and our last four performances have been really poor... I think there is a little bit of cause for concern. No, I don't. I, so, for argument's sake, the, they're, um, they're going into the World Cup. With, no, no, they're going into the World Cup with no form, none. It's an incredibly disappointing result. Uh, the last couple of results, obviously, the, the two games against Hungary, are, especially, of you would have to say, were were disappointing. Hungary are a decent side, though. I think a lot of people have maybe shown a little bit of disrespect. I think these results are in isolation. Um, compared to what's what's gone before, it's one result. It's one bad result in however many. You know, it happens in football. On now to Hugh Wilsoncroft and Carlton Palmer on Talksport kickoff. As I say, this competition has been a real Achilles heel, and I knew this would be a difficult period because. I knew we weren't going to be able to play all of our best players through it. He wants to look at formations. He needs to make a decision ahead of the World Cup. If he was to pull the, put his full strength side out, he wouldn't have had a problem in those games if everybody was available. He wouldn't have had a problem. But the issue is he knows what his players he's going to take to the, the World Cup. He probably already knows the formation he's going to play. He probably already knows the starting lineup if everybody's available. So he's damned if he does and he's damned if he doesn't. But when it comes to the business end, which is the business end is coming up on the 21st of November at the World Cup, that is when Gareth Southgate and his team should be judged. On now to cricket and his two former England fast bowlers, Darren Goff and Steve Hammy Harmison, looking back at that sensational win against New Zealand in the second test at Trent Bridge. And it's Ben Stokes at the crease as Trent Bolt is in. He swings back and hits the ball through the covers, raises a bat to the sky, and Trent Bridge erupts in delight and a disbelief. Well, I think by just playing that brand of cricket, it's going to get a lot of people on their side. You've seen the reaction now. 17,000 people turned up with free tickets yesterday to watch, as I've said, I joke about it, Baz Boys or Baz Ball. Um, they've now got a name for it. It's going to be... He's the most positive bloke England could have gone for. He wants to play uh, positive cricket. Ben Stokes is the great man to have by his side who also plays that brand of cricket. And if we want to get the public on our sides playing 
attacking, aggressive, entertaining cricket. It's there to see. There's going to be bad days, by the way. We're going to play that way and be all out for 100, I'm sure, uh, at some point. But if you play a dull, boring game and then you lose, you get more criticism. Look what's happened with England football team yesterday. And that's the difference. Huge amount of credit to Nottinghamshire County Cricket Club for letting people in for free. It just shows you that you know Test cricket's still alive, even if you try and charge £160 for a ticket at Lords. You let people in for free and the atmosphere yesterday. 17,500 people there yesterday. And quite a few of them would probably have been to a game of cricket for the first time, which was brilliant. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparcel Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparcel Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Yuffie X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, a bit of horse racing for you. And State of Rest won the Prince of Wales Stakes, the feature race on day two of Royal Ascot. The five-to-one shot was ridden to victory by Shane Cross. Here's how it sounded on TalkSport. Sharia, State of Rest, on the outside Bay Bridge. Sharia looks just a little bit one pace. State of Rest is gamely holding on in front. Can Bay Bridge pick up with a furlong and a half to go? Bay Bridge is starting to eat into the lead of State of Rest and is eating into it, but he's still got a leg to find up inside the final furlong. State of Rest is being really game. Ryan Moore galvanising up Bay Bridge, but is it going to be all too late? Because that is a stunning front-running display by State of Rest and Shane Cross. Joseph O'Brien, son of Aidan O'Brien, secures his first Royal Ascot triumph. Had to be brave and game, and that's what he was as uh, all comers tried to get at him, including uh, Baybridge, but in the end, wins by a length. How gutsy was he there? Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on Talk Out or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today, of course, alongside Darren Ben. Straight after us, it's England against Belgium. That's a women's international friendly. It's live on TalkSport, presented by Adrian Darren. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts at first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.